<laughs> Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Ragna DeBotts. It's two days before the 2019 Transvolcania Ultramarathon. Good morning, Ragna. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm well. I just had a nice breakfast and it's a lovely place, so I'm feeling well. It's actually a perfect weather morning on La Palma right now. Yeah, I think so. It's a little bit cloudy, but it's nice, pleasant. Uh, I don't need any clothes, so it feels light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just getting mentalized and... Uh, and prepared for, for the race. Well, I have so many questions for you because I just saw you four weeks ago at Marathon de Somme and so many things have happened in your world since then. Yeah, it's been uh, really fast, everything, uh, because I came home from Transbalkania, I from Mountain um, de Sables, and I, um, I, I was thinking, should I go to China or not? And uh, But I came home and I felt uh, pretty well. Uh, my muscles seem to to be okay, so I thought it would be a good idea to to go to China mm. and to to speed up, do a nice climb there, and <laughs> and also in altitude. So yeah, altitude, yeah. Yeah, so that's something interesting, uh, just in, for the race itself, but also interesting for the for the for the season to do some practice in altitude and. Uh, hopefully uh, that's done some cool work and uh, yeah. so, so a logistical question for you Marathon de Saab is you know a week-long stage race carrying a pack eating a little bit less than normal how did you do the recovery for the three weeks between Marathon de Saab and Yachting Skyrun? Uh, actually I didn't do a lot of like recovery I okay. did um, I came home, I think, three days later, after the last stage, and uh, that's when I started training. Okay. Um, I did uh, a lot of double training sessions, like um, <clears throat> not too much uh, long distances, uh, because I already had done the volume, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. <laughs> All the volume so, was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did, uh, basically in the morning, I did like um, a training session outside, and then in the afternoon, I did something in altitude in, in hypoxia, because oh, okay. uh, I didn't, I live at like three, three, four hundred meters above sea level, which is very low. And for China, I needed to get up until 4,700 meters, <laughs> a little bit higher even. And uh, it's quite, it's something I'm naturally not uh, used to because I've never, I'm from Holland. I live yeah, below yeah. sea level <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and so it's something I really, uh, it's still something really interesting, something I would like to explore a bit more actually. But uh, yeah, this time, it was the first time I, I did it at home with, mm. uh, with a mask. Uh, my face and uh, only like short sessions because I uh, I still had to take Marathon de Sables into account but sure. I felt okay for training so I did sometimes I even just went like for a walk in altitude and sometimes I, I, I ran and m most of the time uphill at the even when I Got walked it. or trained because uh, because the race in China was mainly uphill and only to slide downhill so you have uh, like a uh, a machine and you have a mask and a treadmill and yes okay got the whole set <laughs> is it like in your basement or a separate room or where do you go to do that at? it's like just outside of the house like we have the garden and at the end of the garden there's like a uh, well little it's not a shed not a house it's some building <laughs> it's where you train uh, that's where we have our um, 
uh, fitness uh, things. So we have all different kind of things, and uh, I sometimes go to uh, another place to do to work with uh, machines. But normally, most exercises we need to do for strength training we can do at home. Right there. So yeah, excellent. And yeah, so just last weekend, well, five days ago now, you were in China, um, out doing the Yachting Sky Run, which is a high altitude, short distance sky race. How did you feel on race day? Yeah, uh, I felt recovered. Um, I, I did a very uh, expressed ch- trip to China. I mean, I, I only <laughs> arrived like one and a half day before the race, okay. which is uh, not enough really, uh, normally. Uh, I always want to be there three days before normally because uh, just to give your body time to recover from the trip because uh, for me I I think uh, traveling is uh, tiring for your body even though you're just sitting down your body gets tired and um, And dehydrated and just weird yeah it's just a weird feeling yeah Yeah. and also the time changes and everything but um, I arrived uh, I think about three o'clock in the afternoon so um, I didn't do much that day. Uh, went to sleep for a long sleep. I, I slept about 13 hours. Amazing. As a mom, you have to love Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often. And then it was just the last day before the race. So I went running a little bit and uh, and then it was race day. And straight after the race, I went back. So I was actually traveling more than um, than being in China. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the airplanes more than in the country. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Uh, then I, 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 I'm pleased with the race because um, the preparation I did uh, was very short, very intense and a lot of things to take into account. But everybody when I got there told me like, oh, you're arriving now? What did you do to prepare and how, how did you manage? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I had to fit it in somehow and uh, I wanted to try. And uh, it was definitely worth it because I think it worked out. I mean, uh, if you want to be completely climatized, uh, you have to maybe go there like a lot, a of, lot time. of time. Before. 10 Not, days, 12 days. I think even a lot more. I mean, yeah. uh, I think 10 days is good for... Um, uh, proper climatization yeah. but not like uh, like a natural or like a, a complete one because right. I, I think I always think that people who have uh, grown up in altitude for example or who have lived there for many many years they have a different kind of um, adaptation to the yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah for in especially that high of an altitude there because you're starting to get into sort of that extreme altitude that it's a very special type of adaptation yeah i think so yeah 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 yeah. well here we are back at sea level yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're back to transvolcania this is a race you've done before but in my opinion the last time you were here between then and now you're just a different athlete your Hmm. your performances have just gone up so much since then do you feel like a different person since the last time you yeah here? i think i'm definitely a different person there was last time it was my second ultra race i think and um apart from that uh, apart from not having a lot of experience i i came here very tired mm. because we just did a, a trip around the world oh. came back and we did it with our daughter so it was very oh, it was wow. very uh, it was great i mean it was an amazing experience but also very difficult for us uh-huh. to to, for our bodies and so we were very very tired both me and Pere he didn't actually finish the race and I, I did finish it but I didn't feel like I was um, competitive hmm. 
and uh, so it was a different thing yeah i think now i'm a lot more experienced and i could do uh, a good race i mean it's a if you think about it, it's a sort of distance which suits me. It's um, it's a runnable race. It's something which normally suits me. So in theory, it could be like a good place for me. But <laughs> let's on see paper. what is on paper. <laughs> what is going to be? Yeah. Um, so you're from the Netherlands originally, but for a long time you've lived in Spain, and you're pretty integrated in the Spanish trail running culture. Can you try to describe what Transvolcania? is to Spanish trail runners for the rest of the world because it's just it's just this very unique thing for your running culture for the Spanish people you mean I think so yeah, yeah. so yeah I mean it's an amazing place to start with so it's some it's a race everybody you want to be here because it's uh, like a it's like a party it's like a holiday place it's a place to go with your family uh-huh. uh, so that's to start with I think it's a, it's a nice race when you are running you have all these nice views on the, on the beaches. The climate is nice. So when you come with your family, they're not going to, to be cold or anything watching <laughs> you. But they're just there like enjoying the weather, it's enjoying this, this, the views and easy everything. For, easy for your family also. Yeah, I think mm. so. Yeah, and uh, the whole atmosphere. Uh, it, I think this is one of the greatest races in Spain because... Uh, the people are so involved and not mm. just the organization. Uh, everybody on the island is very involved. Um, it's a very mediatic thing. It's on television. But the people are just out there. Uh, it's like Serama. Like they're, everybody just is in a good mood, uh, cheering. So that that's makes it into an, an, well, some race, really. Yeah. Like it's, it's spectacular. Uh, it's a nice race because uh, the whole it's athletic, uh, very fast, runnable. It's very fast for the distance because there's a lot of kilometers, but they go by uh, they go by really quick. So um, it's a real challenge for athlete, elite athletes, but also for amateur athletes. I think it's, it makes it more accessible mm. because you can actually cover the distance in a reasonable amount of hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a very attractive race, I think. A lot of reasons to yeah. come here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, best of luck to you this weekend. Thank and you. we'll see you out on the course. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>